I'm Cody, and I helped create the derivative drivel you're about to consume through your ears. Each episode, we work to compile the weirdest bullshit from the world of podcasts. It's uniquely curated, like a trash bouquet arranged by a gentleman suitor raccoon for his sultry bandit-masked lady of the night. So if you're ready, we'll start with a note from LeVar Burton's LeVar Burton Reads, a.k.a. Reading Rainbow for Grown Ups, the podcast. Take a deep breath with me and hold. Still hold. 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 All right, let it out. favorite murder the podcast where we recount whatever the fuck was on oxygen last night for real though guys we ran out of content at least 135 episodes ago we've got nothing to go on but i survived reruns forensic files marathons <laughs> maybe a murderino could kill someone for us steven edit that out and if one of our <laughs> listeners does murder someone blame it on us we've got a book to sell no, really, Stephen. Edit that out. But seriously, guys, while my favorite murder does glorify sadistic murderers, we do not accept submissions of any kind. These slaughterings were done by true professionals. Don't try this at home. But if you're going to do it, leave a calling card for us. Georgia, what would your calling card be? <laughs> Probably a trail of rosé can. Stephen, you have to edit this out. Don't forget. Six days after Stephen forgot. Jesus Christ. He's damn near split in half. Yeah, Johnson, it's pretty grisly. Mortimer, you get everything you need with that antebellum camera? Got it all, sir. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll lead the jaunt over to the local haberdashery for a spot of Chesterfield Candy Labras. Go ahead and flip him over. I want to get a look at whatever caused that huge pool of blood around his crotch. Is that... Oh, God, his dick. It's in his mouth, son. What does that mean? Was he sacrificed to the devil? Why are his eyes like a red, like a fine scarlet wine, if I was going to use an analogy from the top of my head? I think it had something to do with that message on the wall in his blood. Step one, pepper spray. Step two, ask questions. Step three, question mark, question mark, question mark. Step four, soft his dick. Signed, one crafty bitch. She must have been real angry to fuck him up like this. You... You think a woman did this? 69% of penis-related homicides are perpetrated by Jody Arias types. He called her a bitch. And not in a fun and empowering way. There's something carved into his chest. S-S-D-G-M. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered! Goodbye! Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? <laughs> Good boy. Since all great podcasts are brought to you by wonderful sponsors, we've got a real treat for you. I'm joined in studio today by the CEO of one of our sponsors, Lyle Beeson. Where's the... Damn it, how do you... How do you make it play? Shit. and your hand just won't continue to pass muster? You don't have to be. Not anymore. Hi, I'm Lyle Beeson. 
founder of Unzip Recruiter. I didn't think finding companionship in the form of an exploitative sexual relationship built on the back of a transactional gig economy should be so difficult. Backpage is dead. Craigslist is rife with scams and ne'er-do-wells. Indeed, in Glassdoor, frown upon the sex industry. I saw a hole in the market that needed filling. When blockchain rose to prominence, all the penises came together for me. That's why, after a life of loneliness, I founded Unzip Recruiter. Say goodbye to picking up random streetwalkers. Unzip Recruiter takes all your preferences into account using proprietary more sex genome algorithms and pulls the hottest non-blood-related sexual partners right to the top of your list. You'll never miss another potential toe curler again. Download Unzip Recruiter today, and we'll provide free access for one whole month to our partner screen subscription so you can see if your best matches have herpes, AIDS, or latent conservative beliefs. Download Unzip Recruiter today. Unzip Recruiter, the saddest way to buy her. God, this week. This week? Oh my God. The last, my lord, has it been seven whole days? So bad. Evil. Dastardly. Welcome to another episode of Pod Save Our Careers, guys. And you know what else? What made this week even more terrible? I don't have anything to yell about. You know who. He didn't do shit all week. He's such a fucking coward, he can't even give his enemies something to be angry about in a seven-day period. I fucking hate Rubik's Cubio! That motherfucker, he's not even the good kind of Rubik's! He's the sticker guy that falls apart under the slightest pressure from the president's tiny ass hands! God damn it! <laughs> Lovett really hates that guy. He should talk the Parkland kid. The Parkland kid! All right. Our guest today is a person whose name you won't remember because she founded a blandly named positive-sounding organization you've never heard of. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Glad to be here representing my nonprofit, The People Together for a Difference. I really love the podcast. So you're against things that are bad? I am. I believe. And you're for all things that are good? Yeah, we're trying. Do you hate Marco Rubio? Uh, yeah, totally. He's an embarrassment to Florida. Florida. He's the only politician able to inspire hatred of Latino immigrants and Cuban immigrants. Well, I hate him more. Well, that's all the time we have for the interview this week. We'll see you on Thursday's pod. Donate to their cause and stop bad things and support good things. The people together for a difference. Let's play a game called OK Schnapps. Here's how it works. We're going to play a clip from the news this week. It was so bad. Evil. Dastardly. And Sans Rubio? That motherfucker. We play a clip, and when someone loses the will to live, they yell, okay, schnapps, and take a shot of pineapple schnapps. You guys know how it ends. They black out, and they wake up three days later to another set of horrible headlines. Because we live in a dystopian Aldous Huxley novel now, where the only escape is slipping in your earbuds, going to podcast land, and hearing the sweet, sweet sound of artificial thoughts. And in podcast land, you don't pay taxes. You pay the Piper's Piper, our inglorious adsters. Roll the thing. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Inadvertent Hardwickism. 
Uh, I've been listening to podcasts for a long time, guys. Is he back? What are what did we decide to do with him? It kind of seemed like maybe he was going to get a pass because you know he's so darn marketable. He likes talking about things that he likes. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll just continue with the show now. Points. Do you love cooking at home? Are you a crafty bitch? Hey, um, I'm not super comfortable with this ad cup. Robert, they sent it. We don't get paid if we don't use it. I guess if you don't like it, take it up with them. Just, just read the copy, man. You subscribed to meal kit delivery services in the past, but we're different. We're Hello Apron. We're the world's very first home cooking attire delivery service. Every month, we send you a brand new DIY apron in a trendy pattern that only takes a dozen hours to convince your friends and relatives that it's a good investment. No sewing machine? No problem. Sign up for our no-sew fleece apron box. You'll feel like you're swaddled in a blanket made by a sorority girl for the guy she lost her virginity to. And while he might be out of the picture, you're not. Our designs are all Insta-worthy. Use the offer code CRAFTYBITCH on our site today to get your 37-month free trial. Uh, I'd like to sincerely apologize about the offer code. I'm genuinely afraid to say it. Everybody who's listening is going to know that you mean crafty bitch in a fun and empowering way. You think so? Of course, man. There's nothing more empowering than a no-sew fleece apron from Hello Apron. All right, it's been a long day at my blue-collar job assembling Japanese cars in Alabama. Boy, do I need to relax on my way home. I'm just going to spin the old podcast jukebox and listen to some true crime stories. Well, here we go. This looks like a goodie. Welcome to True Crime Stories. I'm host number one. And I'm host number two. And we have really interesting personal lives. That are undoubtedly what you're here for. Oh, shit. I forgot to skip past the first 20 minutes of these bloated East Coast liberal rooms. So this week, my cat Buttons, he... Just gonna grab my phone. Oh, shit. Now it's on the floor. That's so funny. You know, my kid, he's 54 months old. He's just growing up so fast. Just last week, he grabbed a knife off the kitchen counter. I didn't even know he could reach that high. Watch out. You might have a little Richard Ramirez on your hands there. He's definitely got donkey breath. Ah, got it. Here we go. So we go out to dinner last night, and I had a cob salad and fruit. And then he says, aren't you glad? My kid is so cute. The victim had sexually inflicted deviation of the septum. Oh, shit. I'm missing all the good stuff. Okay. Let's get down to business. We're here today to discuss the brutal... Ah, that's the stuff. Scare me into believing and I gotta worry about murderers and not the inevitable slow death I'll suffer from pancreatic cancer. And now a word from one of my personal favorite sponsors, Jerry's Berries. That's right, Jerry's Berries, the world's leading and only provider of daily photos of Jerry Seinfeld's testicles. What's the deal with you? Why haven't you signed up yet? Your friends are receiving the best Jerry has to offer. Your mom gets Jerry's Little Honeybees every morning. The lunch lady from your middle school. Yes, that lunch lady. She is receiving photos of Jerry's turkey-basted little dumplings every day. And you could be too. 
To get your first week free, use offer code CRAFTYBIOTCH. Is this is this a thing that we're doing now? Hank, did you tell them that we would do this? Of course I did. Seinfeld, B-Movie, Larry Sanders Show, Comedians in Coffee Shops, Drinking Windshield Wiper Fluid. Listen, who wouldn't want to see a picture of that guy's matzo balls? Fair enough. Fair enough. So again, that's offer code CRAFTYBIOTCH for your first week of daily Jerry's Berries Beef Cake Shots. Sworn in at six foot even, his supreme justice. You know he's been seated in the heaviest bench in the land. But did you know he can bench press a solid 87 pounds? He's here to bring order to the court of public opinion. Play the song. Hello, uh, welcome to my podcast. Several focus groups and think tanks confirmed this week that podcasts are the leading way that the youth consumes information. Now, according to the branding notes in front of me, I prefer to consume beer. Mm -hmm, I do like beer. I like it a lot. But according to the numerous polls, I'm wildly disliked by people who are under the age of 40, especially of the non-white persuasion. All that to say the president's handlers are worried that today's old white people might not live long enough with their pre-existing conditions to help them win in 2020. So he sent me to do some image rehabilitation with my boys. Now, I want you to stop thinking of me as the guy who looks like your stepdad and maybe tried to rape the lady who kind of looks like your mom and start thinking of me as your cool uncle who's really concerned about what's filling your sister's uterus. I'm a regular dude or us. I know you guys, gals, and non-binaries love that vulnerability bullshit, so the branding notes say I should use every episode to read you an entry from my high school journal, or uh, calendar. So I thumb through to a random day. Here we go, March 21st, 1985. Working out with Tobin and Squee. I think that was, yeah, it says right here. That was a PR for me. The first time I leg pressed till I came in my gym shorts. And then I drew a little line across the middle of the day to separate day from night. It says brewskis with Dolliver, Caldwell III, and wouldn't you know it, Squee. Tobin had to work. So we started consuming cans of Milwaukee's Best at 623. I finished my third can at 625. Oh, we must have been shotgunning that night. Do kids still shotgun? It isn't live? They don't call in? Oh. Oh, okay. We were out of beer, so we borrowed Caldwell III's dad's, Caldwell II's, Ferrari. Very Ferris Bueller of us, I know, to go pick up another six-pack. Oh, that's odd. The entry says we ran over a... That Kavanaugh is really self-incriminating and endearing. Well, it's time to dance a little dance for the dollar bills again. So here we go. Play the pocket socks ad. If you're anything like me, you get shit in your shoes way more often than you'd like to admit. But 
there is a solution. I'm Vinick Nuo, founder and CEO and professional problem haver at Pocket Socks LLC. Pocket Socks are the backup socks you carry in your pockets. Never be without a clean pair again. Pocket Socks are compact and made with virgin silk, the very first silk pushed out of a silky worm's tight, tight vagina. I want to give you three quick use cases so you know Pocket Socks are for you. On the subway and a vagrant alcoholic pukes on your shoes? Pocket Socks. Outside the airport and a vagrant alcoholic pisses on your shoes? Pocket Socks. In the park and a vagrant alcoholic stabs you? Blood flows down your leg, dampening your gold toes with your life force? Pocket Socks. Act now and we'll quadruple the offer. That's right. Four dozen pairs of pocket socks in your pocket providing comfort and peace of mind. Delivered right into your home by an ex-con on parole for murder with a handlebar mustache. Don't worry, he's not anything to worry about, but your suck game is. But seriously, he'll crawl through your window and deposit your pocket socks directly into your underwear drawer. So to reiterate, he is nothing to worry about. He's just putting his life back together one pair at a time. Check us out on Amazon. Cody and the fine people at the Squib will have a link in their show notes. Back to you, Cody. That was, uh, Hank did there. Check clear. It did. Wow. That was awesome. I'm the proud owner of 12 pairs of pocket socks. I'm wearing some now. I've got three more pairs in my pockets just in case. I remember a time, a time before there were artless drivel in every corner, pornography spread the world over by the internet, a time when men were swinging dicks and the girls were, well, the girls were hidden behind a forest bush. (laughs) The next eight months on Softcore History, we'll be covering the golden age of pornography, that period between 1969, nice, and 1984, Softcore, when the world was turned upside down by daring men and exploited women. And it started, truly started, with a little movie that was released on June 12, 1972. To this point, obscenity was furtively hidden in movie theaters with sticky floors and even stickier seats. Not a popcorn kernel in sight, though much was popped, on screen and off. Just getting comfortable as we get started. On June 12, 1972, an insatiable woman visited her doctor with a problem. Despite her vigorous sex life, she couldn't be satisfied. And he discovered that due to a great, oh God, I'm almost close, overwhelming plot contrivance, her clitoris, oh God, grew on the back of her throat. It was produced for a mere $50,000 and became immensely popular. Jack Nicholson saw it. Oh God, I'm all finger of strokes. Martin Scorsese saw it. The guy next to you on the train saw it. And we have no idea how much money it made. Because it was produced with dirty money from the Columbo Crime Syndicate. And they, they, they laundered money from sex work and drugs to the theaters showing the film. I'll see you next week, dear listeners, when we talk about the next chapter in the golden age of skin flicks. Good night and wet dreams to all. That was tasteful, I guess. Live from his mother-in-law's basement. Well, that has been our show for this week. I want to thank me. I wrote this shit. I want to thank Hank Gowdy, 
Gretchen Young, and the entire amazing cast of performers that have worked on this entire first season of The Squib. Uh, you can see everybody who performed in this episode in the show notes. There's links to their social media, uh, all that in, in the show notes. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, and go ahead and download us on all the iPads at the Apple Store because that is the only way that we're going to be able to squeeze more honey out of Jerry's Berries. We will see you next week with another collection of absolute trash from the wide world of podcasts, you crafty bitches. What do you mean he's dead? You mean they're not taking it as fun and empowering? Ugh!